This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you like to get off your chest right now? Are you feeling lonely, unappreciated, or misunderstood? When you keep these feelings bottled up, they can affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's a great way to increase your self-awareness, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Be Here Now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Be Here Now. Welcome to Dale Borglum's Healing at the Edge. We are very happy to share with you Dale's profound insight and open heart. Please go to BeHereNowNetwork.com slash Dale to support this podcast. Please begin by examining your motivation. What is it that you most truly want? The desire of your heart of hearts. What would you most truly want for the rest of your life? For yourself, for those around you? And can you use this brief examination of motivation as a genuine human inspiration for now invoking that which you trust, that which does not change or die, that which is the source of all love, that which we share, higher power, pure consciousness. Can you receive the blessing that is moment to moment and always available? That reveals that whatever arises is the perfect unfolding of your path. Even this, just this. So that whatever might arise in the body and in the mind, we can be clearly, directly, nakedly aware of it without resistance, without clinging, without the need to try to fix. Surfing on that edge of the wave of perception without conceptualization.
when thought, when judgment, difficult sensation might arise, simply notice it. If it persists, so be it. If it dissolves, something new will take its place. You are the witness of all that arises. The awareness that is meeting experience untouched, untainted by content of experience. Deepening trust in the wholeness underneath all the concepts, all the struggle. Letting this trust also begin to permeate the body, taking a few grounding breaths, breathing out through the base of the torso, inhabiting the base, inhabiting the first chakra, grounded, nourished, When the ego complains that it's not being paid attention to, notice that complaint, drop down into the base with the next out-breath. In a similar way, centering, inhabiting the lower belly as you breathe out full, out breath dropping down into the hara down below the navel. A few fingers below the navel, a few fingers inside the front of the body. Can you rest in the center of gravity of who you are energetically and physically? Can you hear the sound of my voice from your center rather than paying attention to your center? Fear will arise, resistance will arise again and again to being so far away from the supposed CEO in your brain this is part of the healing process. Noticing when that fear arises, grounded and centered. And let this then be a brief foundation for opening your heart, breathing into the heart, breathing into the center of your chest as if there were nostrils in your chest. Each in-breath expands the heart further, 
to its boundless state, compassionate heart, loving heart, grateful heart, forgiving heart, devoted heart. We often stop when our heart is a little bit more open than usual and call it an open heart. The heart can open infinitely far. Do you yearn for that deeper opening? Can you ask or demand or surrender into that openness? At times, it is painful to open the heart, even in terms of physical sensation, but it is a pain of opening. It's a pain of release. It's the pain of healing. And from this space of openness, please ask yourself, is there some habitual pattern in your body, in your emotional body, that has been causing you suffering and that is, at this point in your life, willing to be met, embraced, heard, healed, might not be the one that the mind expects. Could you truly ask, is there some part of me now, some deep or not so deep part of myself that is ready to be met? ready to be touched, finally heard. Let this part of you be embodied. You imagine this part of you seated in front of you, looking at the suffering imprinted on her or his face, suffering that has probably been there for a very long time. feeling how much this part of you has suffered over the years, possibly over the decades, without feeling sorry for this part of yourself, without pushing this part away, without getting lost in it, but honestly opening your heart to how much pain how much suffering is wrapped up in this pattern? A deepening opening to this part of yourself. Opening to the point that you begin to feel arising in a very spontaneous and natural way, a sense of compassion for this part of yourself. A wish that finally this suffering begin to soften, 
that this part of you begins to release. Feeling compassion. The heart softening, becoming more and more spacious, connected. Finally, embracing this part of yourself, this part that has felt so abandoned. Her, his pain floating in spacious heart. Compassion deepening to the point that you begin to become willing to take that suffering into you. And as you breathe in with deep compassion, imagine that the suffering is congealing with the optional visualization of hot, dark smoke. And with compassion on the in-breath, the suffering is coming out of suffering you into every pore of your body, into your heart of hearts and without the need to transmute it, you send the antidote, courage, healing, strength, with loving kindness to this part of yourself. Focusing with the optional visualization of cool white light, focusing on compassion as you breathe in, loving kindness as you breathe out, deep, deep wish that he, she be free from suffering. Noticing how the pain on that part of you, that face begins to lighten. Your heart infinitely spacious. Any clinging to a need to protect yourself, diminishing in this compassionate relationship with suffering. Realizing that the deepest suffering is always open to compassion. There is nothing that our heart need close to. Letting this part of you be then joined by countless other human beings who are suffering in roughly approximately the same way that you have been suffering. So it is not just you, but so many people, so many faces. You know they're suffering. It is so close to your own. Your heart's still open, feeling their collective pain, their collective suffering, opening to it. Once again, feeling compassion for all of these beings, for that quality that has been so hard for you to open to, but now that you are meeting with courage, with open-heartedness, taking in the suffering with compassion, sending out the antidote with loving kindness, breathing in with compassion, breathing out with loving kindness.
feeling the vast expansiveness of heart, sky-like heart, boundless heart. Beginning then to bid farewell to all of these beings, including that part of yourself, wishing them well, coming back into your own body, breathing in and out of your heart, still centered, grounded, each moment perfect in its imperfection, the open heart meeting each experience with clear awareness, Once again, that was the complete practice. I rarely go through all that rigmarole, setting it up in the beginning. It's just like diving in. But one could really examine what is the place I'm suffering the most? What is my deepest wound? In a way, that's what we do in therapy. We go and we talk to somebody we trust. We tell stories about our childhood. We begin to uncover how we're suffering because of those stories. We begin to make conscious that which was previously unconscious. We begin to open to that part of ourselves to relax, to stop resisting. Often, but not always, the pain begins to dissolve or at least lessen. Maybe we can at times do this without going into therapy. This is a very dualistic practice. It's not really meditation per se. There's you suffering you, there's meditating you, there's meditating you and suffering other people. It's, it's skillful means. It's not the deepest practice. It's not non-duality. It's not Dzogchen. It's not Tantra. But until we can do this, these other practices will be unavailable, except in their most superficial form. Until we can truly feel compassion, for the places in us and in those around us that we have been avoiding, denying, rejecting, judging, then we can talk about God, we can sing to God, we can do all kinds of 
lovely practices and read spiritual books. But it, there is no shortcut. We can avoid roadblocks, we can avoid detours, but the way to freedom requires meeting with awareness and compassion the places that we are resisting and denying. There's no other way around it. It doesn't have to take a long time. It's a very simple process. But because of our conditioning, because of our wounds, it can be a very challenging and painful one, to be sure. So imagine, if you can, dying in a place where you have met your deepest wound, where you have felt deep compassion for the places that you have pulled back. And how different that would be than dying from a place where those places were unmet, those places were still waiting to be heard. How different that would be. And it really doesn't matter how much you've meditated or what books you've read or any of those things. It really does eventually require meeting those places. We talked earlier today about me being with Maharaji and Jai being with Maharaji and Ramdas being with Maharaji. And I would guess you probably assume that that was a really wonderful and easy time. It was the most difficult thing I've ever done. Because if I'm talking to you and we're not really meeting, I can say, well, they're not ready. I'm here, but they're still kind of caught up in whatever, right? But if I was with Maharaji and there wasn't a complete meeting of hearts, it was me. He was ready. It was, I felt like I was dying of thirst literally, and I had come to an oasis of nectar, and I had this bowl, and I took out some nectar, and the bowl had a lot of holes in the bottom. And by the time I got it to the, my mouth, there's only one drop. <laughs> it was like, because I was still so unworthy. I wanted him to love me. He did already. I remember one day we were there, and Ramdas was having a particularly difficult day. And he came to Maharaji and said, Maharaji, I feel so unworthy. And Ramdas had on a long sleeve shirt and he looked up Ramdas's sleeve and said, I don't see, I don't see any unworthiness. <laughs> Imagine being with somebody who didn't see any, and you were sitting in front of him and he knew that you were feeling inadequate horny, frightened, whatever it was, right? He knew all those things, and he kept loving you. How challenging that would be, because that meant I had to confront what was creating lack of relationship. Can we do that with ourselves? Can we realize that Maharaji is here for everybody in whatever form that might happen to take?
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you like to get off your chest right now? Are you feeling lonely, unappreciated, or misunderstood? When you keep these feelings bottled up, they can affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's a great way to increase your self-awareness, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Be Here Now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Be Here Now.